Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Carmen Polifido, and I'm pleased to welcome back to Retina Synthesis, Dr. Arshad Kanani. Arshad, welcome. Great to be here, Carmen. Arshad is a leading clinical investigator in the retinal pharmacotherapy space. He practices at Sierra Eye Associates in Reno, Nevada, and is associate clinical professor at the University of Nevada in Reno. And he's been a very busy man on multiple clinical trials, not the least of which is Gather 1 and Gather 2. So let's discuss Gather 1 and Gather 2. Absolutely, Carmen. It's it's a pleasure to be uh, here again and you know discuss with you the exciting uh, data from the Gather 1 and Gather, Gather 2 studies. As you know, both studies are looking at Avacyn Captet-Pegol in treatment uh, for geographic atrophy. Looking at GATHER1, it was a phase two slash three uh, trial in its randomized perspective study, looking at efficacy and safety of Avacyn Captet-Pegol. And in that trial, you know, Avacyn Captet-Pegol was looked at with different doses, one milligram, two milligram compared to sham. That was a part one. Uh, and patients were dosed one to one to one. And then in part two, uh, Avacyn Captet-Pegol, two milligram, four milligram, and sham uh, were looked at. And in that part, they were randomized one to two to two. And the study stayed masked uh, throughout both parts until the primary analysis, which was which was month 12. And in GATHER2, you know, is the phase three study. And we recently presented the data at AAO for the first time. And again, multi-center perspective randomized study. In GATHER2, we had 448 patients and patients were randomized to either monthly Avacyn Captet Pagol 2 milligram compared to sham monthly. And the primary analysis was at month 12. I think, uh, Carmen, when you look at geographic atrophy, obviously, when you look at trials, you need to see what are the inclusion exclusion criteria for these trial. And I think there are a couple of differences uh, when you look at how the GATHER program was designed compared to traditional uh, geographic atrophy trials. I think the key ones to highlight are that patients that were recruited for this trial were uh, supposed to have GA, but not center point involving. So they can have pretty uh, large GA and they can have GA very close to the center, but it had to be non-center point involving based on multimodal imaging. And, you know, this was obviously evaluated by the Duke Reading Center. And the other one was the GA in part has to be within 1500 microns from the center of the fovea. So just kind of to keep in mind that uh, that's that slight difference compared to some other other programs. So I think the bottom line, Carmen, is that both study met the pre-specified primary endpoint of efficacy uh, in patients treated with Avacyn, Captet, Pagol compared to sham. And I think this is really exciting because this is the first program to have two positive uh, pivotal studies um, that met the pre-specified primary endpoint. So can we talk just a little bit about the molecule itself? It uh, what What does it do? So the molecule uh, is a pegylated RNA aptamer and is designed to be a specific inhibitor of complement C5. So we know that there is enough preclinical evidence that, you know, overactive complement system is being implicated in patients with geographic atrophy. So of course, you know that the disease is age-related, there's genetics, there's uh, social, you know, things like smoking, 
diet and then of course the overactive complement system and of course we know that you know complement system is quite complicated you have the classical the alternative the the lectin pathways but they all come together and then you know as a field we are targeting c1q c3 c5 so avacin captet pegol uh, targets c5 and i think the key is that inhibition of c5 slows inflammation and cell death uh, so, you know, we know that that's associated with development of GA. So it's a downstream target. And the one thing it does is that by C5 inhibition, we are potentially preserving the anti-inflammatory properties of C3A, which is more upstream. So I think the bottom line is that we are going after the complement pathway, like many other programs, but we are more downstream and we are trying to preserve the the anti-inflammatory effect, because that can play out in terms of uh, safety um, of this molecule also compared to others. So what were the um, the area reduction percentages in both studies? So I think uh, when you look at the reduction, you have to keep in mind, obviously, uh, what we are looking at in terms of uh, primary endpoint. You know, some, some trials look at observed data, some trials some trials look at uh, slope analysis. So, you know, I'll present to you some of the numbers. So obviously both trial met the pre-specified primary endpoint. So in gather one, the pre-specified primary endpoint, there was 27.4% reduction uh, in patients treated with avacin captet pegol com two milligram compared to sham. In uh, gather two, uh, the reduction was 14.3%. Uh, in patients treated with avacin captet uh, pegol compared to sham. So that's the data, uh, you know, for the primary endpoint. Now, we also look at, uh, you know, the growth, the observed data. And, and when you look at the observed data, those numbers are, you know, 35.4% in gather one and 17.7% in gather two. So both trials met the primary endpoint, but there are differences. And I'm sure you're going to ask me, why? Because we know that GA is a very variable disease, uh, the size, the location, and also, you know, the patient population. So there are some differences in the baseline characteristics. You know, most of the gather one patients were in the U.S. Most of the gather two were outside U.S., but I don't think that matters. I think what matters is you have variable population in trials and you can end up with uh, different efficacy numbers. But I think the bottom line is that if you meet the primary endpoint, then of course that shows that the that the effect is real. And that's what happened uh, in this program where Gather 1 and Gather 2, both trials met the pre-specified primary endpoint. So in Gather 2, the drug was administered monthly or bimonthly? Uh, monthly. So in the first year, we are treating the patients uh, monthly. So this data is from monthly. Uh, and it was also uh, delivered monthly in Gather 1. But in the second year of Gather 2, it's a, it's a two-year study. And then we also have an extension study uh, after that. So in the second year, the patients who are treated with monthly avacin captet pegol in the first year are re-randomized to receive either monthly or every other month uh, avacin captet pegol to see if we can keep that effect um, uh, continue the effect without decreasing, uh, you know, and decrease the treatment burden by giving injections every other month. One thing I want to highlight, Carmen, is the fact that in both trials, we have seen an effect uh, from in the treatment group early, and that effects improves 
or increases over time. So basically it's a compounding effect. The longer you treat, the more separation you get from patients um, who are untreated. So I think we know that GA is a very long-term disease. Some 65-year-old patient shows up with GA, they're gonna live you know, another 15, 20, 30 years. So the idea is that we intervene early and we continue treatment so that we can get the benefit. So the longer you treat, the more benefit you get. That's what we have observed. So we'll see what the second year data uh, shows, whether every other month will also continue to show us the same treatment effect that we have seen with monthly. When, when would the two-year data be reported? So, you know, we reported the first-year data at AAO, uh, you know, this year. So I would expect that, you know, a year from that. So hopefully we'll be able to report it uh, by AAO um, of next year. I mean, it would just make sense that 12 months, uh, one year, and then 24 months, um, second year. So they've selected the optimal dose to be two milligrams? Oh, yeah, yeah. The optimal dose is two milligrams. Remember, the gather one, gather one was phase two slash three. So we lived at one milligram, two milligram, and four milligram. So we saw good efficacy with two milligram and four milligrams, but there was a higher rate you know, of CNV with four milligrams. So two milligram is the dose. That's what was taken together too. And that's the dose that's gonna be uh, you know, approved. Uh, as you know, they have already uh, you know, said that they have started the filing uh, for, for approval with the FDA, which is great news uh, for patients. So let's talk about safety. Um, what about inflammation, vasculitis, other yeah, so I think, I think, no, absolutely, Carmen, I think safety is super important, right, for, for a new drug. Obviously, if you want to make sure there is no safety signals, there's no irreversible vision loss. And remember, these are patients that are going to have continuous decrease in their vision with GA progression. We are helping them slow it down. But at the same time, you don't want to have events that can, you know, cause acute vision loss in these patients. So I think what we have seen in the complement inhibition program is obviously uh, CNV. So, you know, we have seen that in other programs. Here, we also saw that patients who were treated with Evison Captipagol had higher rates of CNV compared to compared to uh, SHAM. So in Gather 2, it was 6.7% uh, in the treated group compared to 4.1% uh, in the SHAM group. And in Gather 1, it was 9% uh, in the treated group uh, compared to 2.7% in the sham group. So what we learned from, you know, gather one was that, you know, in gather one, if you had a CNV, you, we stopped treating, uh, with, with Avacin Captet Pagol, uh, but patients were monitored. And then we found out that this is something we have to watch. So there's an extensive CNV surveillance program that was implemented in gather two study where the reading center was involved very closely uh, to help investigators confirm that this is CNV. And also they were looking at imaging at uh, month 12 for all patients to rule out any uh, CNV. So yes, there's a higher rate of CNV, but I think that's across the board for complement inhibition, uh, at least for now. But I think the most important thing is that in Gather 2, there were zero cases of IOI. There was zero cases of, end optimitis. There's no opt ischemic optic neuropathy. 
Uh, there's no vasculitis. So the drug appears to be very, very safe in terms of, um, in terms of IOI or IOI related events. So I think this is really good because again, these patients are not gonna see improvement in their vision. They're actually gonna see slow decline, but we are slowing the decline of the vision. So we need to make sure we have a very, very safe drug. And it's uh, impressive to see how, how the safety looks uh, for Avacyn kept at PEGOL um, uh, in, in the clinical trial program. What what were the uh, CMV percentages, sham versus treatment in Gather 2? Yeah, so I just uh, told you that it was 6.7% at month 12 in the treated group compared to 4.1% in the sham group. And in Gather 1, it was 9% in the treated group and 27 in the sham group. Mm -hmm. uh, but in Gather 1, we're also including the 4 milligram cases, correct? No, no, no. This is the data for the 2 milligram. Just, just for the 2 milligrams. There, there was an effort at looking at the different types of exudation that were observed in the GATHER2 trial. Can you comment about that study? Yes, absolutely. I think, you know, it was a postdoc analysis. Uh, and actually, they did it for GATHER2 as well as for GATHER1. And it was done by the Cole Reading Center at the Cleveland Clinic. And I think they looked at the total CNV percent. So I told you the total percent. Then they wanted to look at exudative MNV. And then they looked at non-exudative MNV. And then they looked at peripapillary MNV. I think this idea is that, you know, we need to see what type of, uh, you know, exudation we are seeing. So this was done to see if, you know, there's one type versus other. And, you know, Exudative MNV is MNV that, you know, presents with new onset of fluid in either the subretinal space or interretinal space. That was the definition. Non-exudative MNV is MNV that does not present with the new onset fluid in the subretinal or intraretinal space. In some cases, you know, fluid may be presented in the sub-RPE space. And a case is considered to be, you know, non-exudative MNV when the MNV may not be visible, but both a double layer sign and sub-RP fluid are present. Because I think what we are looking at is, are there patients who already have non-exudative MNV that were part of the trial that, that, you know, either stayed the same or got worse over time and became exudative? And then, of course, peripapillary um, you know, neovascularization, we all know what that is. So I think they were just trying to break it down to look at specific uh, components. And I think that's because other programs have done it too. But I think the overall, uh, you know, conclusion is that yes, with complement inhibition, we have higher rate of CNV compared to untreated uh, patients. But at the same time, we are seeing this, uh, you know, slowdown of geographic atrophy and this better efficacy or continuous efficacy or improving efficacy with continuous treatment. So, so I think it's something we need to discuss as clinicians with our patients, the risk-benefit profile, and what kind of patients are going to be ideal candidates for this. Of course, you know, this, these studies were done before uh, angiographic OCT, which would probably show quiescent neovascularization in many, many of these eyes. And uh, so what are, what are the speculation about why anti-complement therapy 
leads to activation of CNV? I think you asked the million dollar question here, Carmen, and you're a pioneer in OCT. So you, you would, you would know, you know, these answers about, you know, what to look for before and during. And, and I agree with OCTA comment too, that I think I do OCTA on my patients where I'm suspecting non-exudative uh, MNV. I think the bottom line is, is it a response to slow down of GA is, 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 is body's way to kind of slow down the GA progression. Is that why we are seeing this um, or not? You know, there are a lot of hypotheses, but we, we don't really know the answer, but, but we do know that, you know, this is something that we see even um, when you inhibit complement system to a level where you're actually seeing efficacy in terms of slowing down disease. And the macular neovascularization was not vision threatening. Well, well, I think, you know, because patients are in clinical trials, right? They get they get caught early. So I think something to keep in mind is that we are not undermining this CNV uh, you know, risk in these patients with complement inhibition. But I think patients need to be monitored closely. I mean, in trials, patients come in every every month to be evaluated. So it's much easier to catch these lesions early, as you know, as a clinician, that the earlier you treat, uh, you know, the better outcomes you have. So I think, you know, that's something to keep in mind. Once, you know, Avacyn Keptad, Pegol is available commercially, we need to make sure that patients who are being treated, you know, we are looking, you know, for for CNV. I, I, I won't do FAF to measure GA lesions every every month when I'm treating these patients, but I'll definitely do OCT just to make sure that uh, we are not missing any early onset exudation. Well, this has been a great discussion and we look forward to following through with this next year or even sooner. Always a pleasure to speak with you, Carmen. It's really exciting times. I mean, this is a big unmet need with no, no treatment for these patients. We see these patients go blind uh, in front of our eyes, you know, 10 years ago, they'll have 20-20 and 10 years later, they'll be legally blind. So having Avacyn kept at Pagol, the, the first, uh, first uh, you know, treatment uh, to meet pre-specified primary endpoint in two pivotal trials is very exciting. And hopefully we, we have approval for this agent in the near future so we can help our patients with GA. Great. Exciting. Thank you. Thank you.